see it sometimes when I preach. Sometimes in here, I'll be preaching, man, and I'll be telling us how excited he is to be a Christian, how Jesus Christ died on the cross, how he resurrected, how he got the gospel, how we can reach this community. I mean, it looks like we've been baptized in images, man. I mean, we just puck it up. But listen, life produces life. If you'll you smile at somebody, they can't help but smile back at you. If they don't, they need counsel, isn't it? I mean, it's contagious. Jesus Christ in the gospel is contagious this morning. And so, God, when, I, when I say what church is God visit, we don't just visit Baptist. It's not a city. It's not Presbyterian. It's not first and second, third, and God's street or whatever church is out there. Amen? He visits where the people's hearts and they dwell in Him as the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we meet all together. That's where God visits. Determining on how powerful the service is, it's not up to the preacher. I'm going to preach this, this way. Every Sunday we come in, you're not going to change how I preach. I know some of y'all said, you preach the wrong today. You're not going to change that either. Amen? I mean, uh, we're here today. What, what kind of service we have is how our hearts are when we come in. If you're producing life when you come in here, we're going to have a good service. But if you're producing that stinking, thinking that junk stuff, we're not going to have a good service. And I'm going to have to preach two hours. You can get to the smile. Amen? Because you got the world. I mean, the world is just stuck on you. It's burning you down. It's just so burning that you don't enjoy sitting in the seat. Amen? You know, you say, that's just entertaining me. It'll be good. Open your God's word up to Ephesians. Paul talks about. The Holy Spirit and the habitation, the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but listen, we, we can't do without the Holy Spirit in this church. Amen? And I know a lot of Baptists say, man, I don't know about this Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost stuff, and all this. We cannot do church without the power of the Holy Spirit working through us. We just can't, we, we can't do it. There's no way God can fit all these people in this church to keep us in unity. To keep us going forward, to be a force in this community, to spread the gospel without the power of the Holy Spirit. If God looks to us, He's messing up. Tell me like that church, and be like, you know, I'm so glad that it's good to pastor church to see me. That's not always victory over shoulders, hearts, and shoulders, and you know, this and that, and that, and that, But then what I, I remember, what brought that to me, the story I really took about a guy that got deserted on the island. And he was there for over 25 years. And while he was there, he built some different buildings while he was there. And one day, about 25 years later, a ship came in. And he built a smoke signal in. And they seen him. They come to the island where he was at. And they, they couldn't believe he'd been on the island for 25 years shipping. They said, man, you have done a lot with this island. He said, yeah, we took you to see the town on it. And they walked down through the middle of the island. And there were three buildings on the right hand side of the road over there. He said, that person right there, that's my house. He said, I mean, for the stuff that you had on this island, that's a really good house. He said, that's my house. The second building, that's my church. That's where I go to church. And I'm proud to be a member of that church. And they said, oh, really? You got a church? He said, oh, yeah. I have churches all week. I go to church right there. And they asked him, they said, well, what's the third building? He said, that's where I'm used to. Amen. Sometimes it's hard to have unity with one, amen? 
But I'm thankful that we have a church that is in unity. Not only with each other, but in unity with the Holy Spirit and His speaks. Not just one person feels it moves, but the church body moves. And God speaks. That's a great place to be, guys. When God speaks and we can move, and we know that it's God. Look what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2, starting verse 19. He says, Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers or foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the members of the household of God. He said, What does that mean, brother George? When you come to know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're no longer lost, you're no longer separated by sin, but you are now heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ and in the household of God. With the saints that come before you that died in the heaven days, we're all in the household of God together, the ones living and the ones that have passed on. We're, we're one day, and he goes on to say that, for by him we have... Having built there on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets of Jesus Christ, being the chief, the chief cornerstone. The cornerstone is what holds everything together. Listen, what holds everything together in this church house, it's not the leadership, which it needs to be spirit led and needs to be this, but ultimately our eyes and hearts should be on that the glue that holds everything together in this church is Jesus Christ. That's why I've always preached Jesus Christ. Yes, I was raised Baptist, and I don't think I was in. I couldn't believe that. Well, you don't believe it. I was raised Baptist all my life, and, and I know Baptists don't go to heaven because they're Baptists. I know they go because they're, they're, they've been covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. And then, how many of y'all believe that this morning? That's why people go to heaven. That's why we're in the house of God, is because of the blood. We're no longer strangers. I want to tell people sometimes, boss, we need to quit acting like strangers around church. We need to quit acting like we're strangers around Jesus Christ. If you can save this morning and that middle wall of petition has been broken down and that bridge has been paid across to you through the blood of Jesus Christ and you have accepted Him as your Savior this morning, you don't have to be a stranger. You don't have to walk in here and act like you're a stranger, amen? We're no longer strangers. We're children of God. He loves us. The Bible calls him Abba. He's our Father. How many of y'all ever pray to God like talking to him? If you talk to him like some big guy in the sky on the throne with a long gray beard and a staff, you're looking at the wrong guy. The devil's giving you a wrong picture of who God is. He's not some big guy in the sky with a staff, you know, that when you mess up and see him, he puts lightning bolts in. Isn't it amazing how we look at Jesus? We look at Jesus' picture. Remember all the pictures they got of Jesus? I mean, he's got the perfect beautiful. I laugh all the time. Guys, I preach in a lot of churches. And it's funny, one day I was preaching at, 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 a, at a black church in town and in the different churches I go in, some of the older churches, not so much the newer, but a lot of the older churches will have pictures of Jesus on the wall. And he's got the olive looking dark complexion skin. His hair looks like he went down to a salon. And had it all fixed and curled on the you know, and it looks really good. But you know what this one church? And, and I think every every nationality used Jesus in their nationality. Because when I went down to the colored church, he had cornrows. Amen. There's no lie. I was 
person that learns to live out their faith, not my faith, your faith. I've got to live out my faith, you've got to live out your faith. If the person starts living out their faith, not just on, it's easy to come to church. Amen. God wants to give, God wants to give on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. He wants that church with you seven days a week. Amen. Some of the best church services you'll have will be outside this building. Some of the best church services I have today is when I prepare for service and the Holy Spirit speaks to you and He's drawn and I'm trying to write as much as He's speaking and, 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 I, and I look this word up and I get a commentary and I study here and I say, wow, I've been going to church for all my life and I haven't seen that way. The Holy Spirit reveals stuff to you in a, in, a, in a totally different way. Why does He do that? It's because it depends on what you're going through and your situation that day. The same verse will mean something to you this time this year and next year you'll be going through something and it'll jump up out of the page and it'll just speak peace to you and comfort. It may draw you, it may even convict you, but it's what you're going through. God's Word is a living Word. So we need to learn how to live out our faith, not just, listen, I don't want to come in and talk to you and talk out. There's so many churches today People in church, we just want to do our thing. You know, let's hear our three songs, take them off and up. I made my parents. People see me at school I go with and the business I work with. They see me out waiting. Little kids, I kiss the baby. Kick, kick, I'm out of here. They will never visit with God the rest of the week. That's why I said, what kind of church does God visit? What can you and I do to make this church a church that God would visit? Just imagine. Real quick, God thanks we came in to sit down to work our service. Here's all that. Even though it's all about me. The only person going to give me the only thing they have is the only thing they have. Oh, I hope you preach this for us. And God made Jesus coming back. Amen. That God would visit, dwell in, have favor on, be anointed, be a powerful force. For the kingdom of God. It starts by living out our faith. And I want to tell you, when you start this, I'm not going to cut candy coat for you. You're going to live your faith. You're going to get Satan's going to attack your family. Satan is going to attack your walk with God. Your relationship with God, he's going to attack. I know a lot of people say, just keep saying, come to the front, let's get baptized. Just come part of the church. And everything will be full of Jesus. It'll be just so easy to walk through life. Listen, listen. You're a child of God. He's got His grace around you. He's protecting you. He'll fight for you. He loves you. But you're still going to go through stuff. I mean, what's he stuff like this? I see it as a pastor in this church. It's amazing. This family, this family, things are going good. It's going good. But I can go four rows back and this family just had a bed. I go four rows back and this family's had a bed. I can go four rows over here. You can only have here. And this, and this. We all go through stuff. So when you learn to walk out your faith, you're going to be attacked by the devil. Down on it. You're going to be attacked by the devil. So not me, but Lord, I, I've been going to church for years. And I don't get attacked. You and the devil may be going the same direction. Amen. Maybe that's why you haven't been persecuted for your faith. Oh, nobody talks about my faith. Do they know you're going to church? Do they know that you're a child of God? Do they know that you're a child of God? Do they know? Do we live 
on our faith outside this building. And I want my family to come to church with us. I want my family to come to Jesus. Do they know? You go. Does the people in your job know that you're a Christian? I don't know the covenant. A Christian. Are you proud to go to church? Amen. Are you proud to go to Pleasant Hill? I mean, I know we got problems, but I'm proud to be here today. Amen. I'm proud to go to Pastor's Church. That's willing to let the Spirit move. We've got freedom to worship. That's here to worship Jesus. And, and, and here's a lot of problems. We've got problems in this church. Listen to me, guys. I'm not preaching a perfect church here. But here's the problem with some of us in this church. We need to get our eyes off of every problem in this Because all of a sudden, you start following that. You start following that problem, following this problem, and following that problem, and following that family, and you lose focus on walking that your family. Amen in the back corner. Focus on your faith. Man, if I can see the problem in church, I'd put it in there. Y'all would, I would be, I would have no hair up here. <laughs> He's like, man, you're 47. You've got hair. You've got hair. I'll take you all in place. When you're ready, when the Holy Spirit leaves you, you'll pick up the number and you'll say, what is that guy? I don't have to say it. There's a problem in the world. And then, my job is to preach the gospel and help me do something. If you want to hear the thing, Look at a hold of you, but I'm not going to hold on to you. I'm going to have to go back to all the people in the room. Amen? I'm not going to have to go back to the room. Amen? You know what I'm saying? I've got a problem with this time. I'm not going to But i got to preach over every problem, every Sunday. In this place. Every Sunday i got to preach. Over every problem in it. And some of the problems won't even make me in the back end. Every church has a weapon in it. Amen. That's your life. So we got to continue to live in our faith, live in our faith, follow in Here's the problem. A lot of it has, a lot of people get saved at 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 years. That's where the number majority of people come to Christ. Those people come from 8 years old to 18. How many of you were saved between 8 and 18? Raise your hand. Okay, 18 and above. So between, here's, but here's the problem we are in the church is why the church has so much apathy and not enthusiastic for the gospel and, and ministry and, and everything the church does. People are giving their heart at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, all the way up to 18. The problem is they just have to give their heart to Jesus in authority, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. You lost the feel of the Holy Spirit between 18 and 40. 
Mary came back and listen, it's impossible that I die daily. Sometimes we just get into the motions of going to church week after week and it becomes so ritual. Amen? So ritual that we become a machine. Listen, God's church is not a machine, it's a living organism. Of saved, spirit filled children of God. And so, it's very easy to come to church and be a religion. It's very easy to do that in this church. Come in every Sunday. You know, we go through the same thing. I try to mess y'all up somehow. You know, flip flop, you have y'all sit over here and you something just so we can, so God can do something fresh in our church. Fresh in our walk. But see, God's not going to be able to in our church. He's going to be able to your walk. I put on Facebook this morning. We're not just going to church today. We are the church. Amen. We need to remember that. Man, when we leave here today, we are the church. I don't know about y'all, but we've got about 200 little satellite churches going out next week at the public. How many churches you got? How many? We got one service, but we got about 200 churches. Really? Man, how many pastors are they? They get up and leave every church. Hill's going to be a little rock this week. Pleasant Hill will be in business. Pleasant Hill will be at the doctor's office. Pleasant Hill will be at St. Vincent. Pleasant Hill will be at Lake County School. That's the church God did. That's the church. Hey, he did come with him. Got a few people in there in the car. He'll be with you on the road. How many going on the road this week? He'll be with you. He'll be with you when he flies. Not even going to get that out. But see, we got all these people here going out here. Representing the church. You know, it's all wrong. I was just good thing I did, and he just blah, 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 blah. And you ever thought that you're representing God's church? Amen. I'm not getting on it. I'm not anything. I just want people to see Jesus. There's enough hypocrites out there. I got one amen on the hypocrites. Right? If I said we're all going to heaven, you got to jump the keys on it. Oh, here's a trip about one little girl. Amen. Jesus used the word to him, so he used it. I just think if you're going to leave and do, you need to leave and do. Be what you want to do. If not, get out of the boat. Amen. Listen, I, I got enough people writing up on Facebook talking about the church of Jesus. I don't need your help. Amen.
I just took my heart when I heard this. With my last words to Jesus, they should have put my head off the Would I be singing, get me out of there? No, I didn't do it. I believe I'm not a preacher. Would I be standing firm in my faith? Come on, that's when you're seeing it. 
Jesus got on the cross, man. Through the pain and agony, he died on the cross. He took his nails for for me or for you. When he covered our sins. And we can pray. About what we don't stand. This is what we're going to die the God may use the persecuted church. After 9 11, man, there was a glorious sight. Man, and all politicians on the street, on the steps of the wise men, the water was flowing. Till reality sits back down a politician, I got feelings. Sometimes God will do this right where he wants us on our knees. We're about to give our life, our heart, surrender to him. And all of a sudden, the devil takes us. If you're a daddy, you're a strong man. Get up from there. There's a lot of times God helps you right where he wants you to kneel down and give up to him. And all of a sudden, the devil finds you. The last time I read, nowhere in the Bible says you only come in the face. Most of the things didn't come off of him. Most churches don't even have offers no more. What's the statistics? There are churches that continue. So, what kind of church is God using? Okay. I'm pretty sure God wants me to preach you. I'm not. 
But we thank you, Brother George, is our pastor. He's going to the hospital again. Oh, God's calling everybody in here is the church. Amen. We all are the church. I'm not the church of Pleasant Hill. I'm a pastor, but I'm not the church. We all are the church. We've got to get better at each other. Amen. When Chris was gone, for three or four weeks, maybe going through marriage, how many people called you, Chris? A few babies. And that's what you know. Lord, I pray that you hear the one that's coming. If there's anyone here this morning that's coming, 